This is the Extra Point Podcast. During this podcast, we will dive deeper into our Sunday teaching and share practical next steps for your faith journey. Now, let's kick off the Extra Point. Hey, and welcome to the Extra Point Podcast. Um, My name is Anna Blake, and I'm the youth pastor here at Southridge Church. Um, Joining us as usual is our friend Scott, our lead pastor here, and we are going to take a deeper dive into Sunday's sermon. If this is your first time um, joining the Extra Point Podcast, make sure you subscribe and follow, even share with a friend so that they can um, take that next step in diving a little bit deeper into what we were uh, challenged with and taught on Sunday. So to get us started, let's kind of get a little bit of a breakdown of Sunday's teaching where we heard that um, there is a root to our anger and that is what really needs to be addressed. Yeah, two weeks ago we talked about how we need to get rid of all anger and it just occurred to me last week that like that's not one of those things that just like just magically happens because I was like taken back to what I learned in a pastoral care class in seminary which anger is a secondary issue, mm-hmm. like a secondary emotion. So therefore, if we're going to get rid of all anger in our life, we actually have to deal with the primary thing that's going on. And for a lot of people, it's it's anger is only the fruit of what's going on because that's the safer, more socially acceptable emotion to have. Whereas a lot of times uh, you see anger, there's there's more like hurt. Mm-hmm. There's more embarrassment. There's shame. There's guilt. There's what somebody said to me when I was... Uh, you know, in elementary school, or it was that dad walked out on me, and there's a there's some sort of wound mm. there, and it always manifests as anger, and everyone pats us on the back for our anger because that's a socially acceptable emotion. Whereas it's especially for for guys, um, I think this is turning some, and it and it should, but especially for guys, there's they get such a rap for being angry, but that's also because most of our culture has told them that they're not supposed to look weak. Right. And so we don't like all the angry men, but we also don't like weak men that go, well, the reason I am like this is because, you know. Yeah, my feelings were hurt. Yeah, my feelings or, got hurt. Yeah. It's like I, I joked about it on last week's um, podcast, but it's it's a real thing, like little man syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever see a little tiny dude that's just super angry, it's because he's tiny. Like he's just that's he's upset about that because he's not the stature that he was told that he's supposed to be as this Mm -hmm. big strong man or whatever and it's like that's a silly example of like like dudes that maybe they got abused as kids Mm -hmm. maybe they just had a horrible example of what it means to be a man in their life and they're all they're doing is simply hiding all of that pain Um, because they're supposed to be the man of the house they're sp- or whatever it is, and <clears throat> they never go and actually get the actual issue fixed. They never, like, like going to counseling is like a novel idea for, mm-hmm. for a lot of people, right? especially Christians, where like Christians had such a stigma for so long about mental health-type issues and counseling and medication and all that, like, oh, that's wrong. You just need to have more faith. Um, And so you get a lot of Christians that that are even opposed to going and dealing with a lot of this stuff. Like they feel like, you know, like, oh, if I was abused as a kid, 
it's it's more Christian of me to just sweep that under the rug, forgive that, and move on like mm-hmm. nothing's wrong. And it's like, well, that will that that'll just never work. Like, yeah. whatever we sit, sweep under the rug, there will always be a bump in the rug yeah, that will continue good. to trip us up until yeah. we like just pick the rug up and actually clean it out. Yeah, that's good. Um, and I wish that I wish with everything in me that this process was simple as <laughs> simple as as what I'm explaining it to be. Right. Right, like, oh, if there was a, really a rug that could just be popped up and swept out, that would be amazing. But, like, as I shared Sunday in my own journey with this, like, I'm on seven years mm-hmm. um, to identify the problem. <laughs> yeah. Seven yeah. years to identify the problem. Who knows how long <laughs> the fix will come. Mm-hmm. And I know for all of our super Christian folks, they'll be like, oh, you know, prayer will just take it away like that. And for some people, yes, the Lord yeah, right. will heal them in the blink of an eye. And for other people, he will allow them to walk through a process that will make them stronger on the other end. And he won't bring that, that healing immediately. And so I wish it was an easy thing that, that I'm saying that we need to do. It's not. Um, but it's a completely necessary thing if we're ever going to get free of anger because as someone that struggles with anger, like I can tell you, I'm, I don't like it. Yeah, I'm right. tired of it. I don't want to be like that anymore. And so it's like the old adage, you'll never change until the pain of staying the same is, is finally, you know, like great enough. And I yeah. think that's where everyone has to get to. Eventually you have to cause enough damage through your anger to go, okay, maybe I'll schedule an appointment with a counselor. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll come talk to a pastor Maybe I'll try, try this prayer thing out or what, whatever it is, whatever your first step is. Um, but but I think we'll all get there eventually. Yeah, I know. Um, whenever we gone, we had gone through this, I met with um, our group. And um, for our listeners, if you're not a part of a group, make sure you are to process these um, ideas with others who are, who are working towards following Jesus also. Um, but as we were sharing, I got, I don't know if it's the privilege to share because it felt like really uncomfortable, but I got the chance to share with the group that I'm in. They've never really seen me angry or things like that. And I had to confess that it's actually internal. It's a, it's a burn that just exists and it's just simmering. Um, And I think that sometimes we think that outbursts is anger. We think that um, whenever somebody loses their mind over um, a decision that uh, was made at work or that was made at home or, you know, those types of things, that's the outburst is the anger when really it can be so much more than that. And that's why I loved the idea of the root um, because we don't see roots. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a reason why we call folks that don't outwardly like really explode passive aggressive. Mm -hmm. We, we don't call them, we, we still call them yeah. aggressive, right? We, the, the aggressive is still in the name yeah. because that internal anger is still anger and yep. it's still every bit as damaging Yeah. because what you'll do is <clears throat> you may not have the guts to like let come out of your mouth what you thought, but you right. already thought it. So you already yes. felt it and it will, it will manifest in, in areas where you feel safe to let it out, then you will. Yeah. So, like, for, especially for people in ministry, mm-hmm. if you're, like, the internal anger type, you probably don't feel good about, like, lashing out at someone in your congregation. But yeah. when you're at home behind closed doors, you probably don't care to do it to your husband. Yeah. Right? Because right. that's safe, and he's supposed to be okay with that or whatnot. Yep. That's supposed to be where I vent. 
right? Yes. And, you know, or for me, like, oh, I'll do that to my kids or whatever. I won't yell at a kid from our church. Yeah, yeah. I'll yell at, a, I'll yell at my kid, right? And so, um, yeah, there's no, like, there's no such um, anger or whatever it is that's going on that doesn't end up being somewhat damaging, whether or not you're the fly off the handle, which everyone yeah. will get to that point oh, yeah. eventually, right? Like like a pot where the pressure just builds and builds and builds yeah. and builds. Eventually the top comes off of everybody, like in that situation. Um, but, you know, some people just have, uh, I guess, you know, sturdier pots that can handle more pressure, yeah. That whereas some of us, you know, just <laughs> the, the top flies off like every day. Yeah. Um, and but But all of that gets traced back to something in our life that we're not dealing with. Yeah. Like I just, as I looked out Sunday, I was thinking, man, I, I, I can, I can probably tell you what a lot of the people in the room, what their deal is, because I've been there for them in those moments. Mm -hmm. And if they haven't like, you know, those of our, in our congregation that have lost someone, if they haven't properly grieved that, I can tell on the other side of their loss that they're a little bit different than what, they were beforehand um and of course we're all going to get marked by loss in that way but we have to we have to deal with it or like people that before a divorce were one way now even though it may look like they're doing great like like we can tell there's something going on that like we all have to deal with whatever that thing is Mm -hmm. and until we do things just aren't going to be yeah um like they should be um, in our life at all we're going to make a lot of bad decisions we're going to make a lot of enemies we're going to push people away um and and it just it just hurts like yeah. like to be angry constantly like it just you end up causing so much damage that you either have to become like a narcissist or you have to become like a psychopath to where like Hurting other people doesn't bother you, yeah. or else you'll just continue to add to the own shame and guilt. Because like that's what anger does in my life; it just like perpetuates. Like, if my anger is coming from a place of embarrassment, well, then because I'm angry and do something stupid in my anger, then that only adds to the embarrassment, which makes the likelihood of me being angry again yeah. all the more likely. It just becomes a vicious cycle that doesn't stop. Yeah, I think that when I think of that, I I can specifically remember moments where people that I know and love and I know their character, um, something would happen that on a normal day would not be a big deal. And this is, and, and this is what you shared through discussing David and first Samuel and discussing yeah. these different biblical characters, um, Jonah and, um, what was the other, Oh, Cain and Abel, yeah, like Cain and Abel. these relationships. Um, I, I actually just shared with a friend this week saying, you know, I was in a moment where this person really lashed out and it caught me off guard. And on the other side of that, I was left confused, hurt myself, um, wondering, you know, what is going on? What have I actually done? Um, And thankfully, I feel that I proceeded with grace and and caution and that. Um, But it it was almost like a red flag. Like something else has to be here. Like this is not characteristic of them. Um, and what I ended up finding out um, within a couple months after that moment, um, they were going through a lot of personal turmoil. Yeah. There was a lot of things underneath of, um, you know, the <laughs> giving the uh, illustration, the rug. Yeah. There were a lot of things going on under the rug that I couldn't see. 
um, but I was a recipient yep. of that trip and fall. Yep. And um, post that moment, I felt a lot more um, confident in forgiveness and a lot more confidence in um, offering up grace towards that person and mercy. Um, yeah. And I think that that in my opinion, is a next step for these moments yep. is not just doing that for others, but doing it for yourself, knowing that God is in that position also. Yeah. Um, what, what, what can we do practically to be the body of Christ for one another in these moments yeah. and for ourselves? Yeah, you know, like when you see somebody acting out of character the way that like David did in the story that I shared Sunday, um, it's an opportunity to get actually curious yeah. for for those because you know okay david this is odd this isn't your normal demeanor i mean you you have been nothing but good to saul even though he's done horrible things mm -hmm. to you mm -hmm. and now this like random dude you're going to kill him and all of his all the guys that work for him like really yeah. like you can just see there like so it was it's an opportunity to go Hey David, how how's everything going, man? Like, like I, don't you like he? I think it said that he had four hundred men <laughs> that were gonna go with him. Yeah. Like, I wonder what would have happened if like the highest ranking official of those would have gone. Hey, hey, Dave, let's talk for a second. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, are you okay? Because this doesn't seem like the proper thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um. But he didn't like no one. No one, and, and this is this is the problem, especially for people that are in positions of power. So, like for dads, for pastors, for CEOs, for leaders, for um, like whoever it is that's in in positions of power. Um, normally, you don't have anyone that can step up and say something yeah. to you, and that's the problem. This is why everyone needs somebody in their life that has permission to yeah. to check them and go, "Hey, that reaction seems." not so healthy yeah right that's and and that's how you get so many people that are in positions of a power that are so abusive mm -hmm. um because they don't have anyone to say hey let, let's let's figure that out like let's before we fire that whole department let's mm -hmm. figure out why it is that you're feeling a certain you know whatever oh, whatever it is yeah. or like hey like if you just flew off the handle at your kids like can your spouse come up to you and go like Hey, did you have a bad day at work today? Yeah. Or like, like what is happening there? So the way I can better understand it. So like the practical ways that like it's not just when you're the angry one, but when someone is angry against you, you can actually serve them if you have that relationship with them to go like, hey, tell me what's really going on because yeah. I don't think that it's actually about this. Yeah. And you can actually like really help people that way because you can actually show them a whole lot of grace to go like, hey, I even though you treated me poorly because whatever it is that's going on, I'm going to still treat you yeah, in a way to serve you and to love you, to take care of you. Um, and we all need people like that in our life. Yeah. Um, and I think Sam Samuel um, would have been that person for David probably. Like, had, and, and we, we learned it in chapter 25 verse one um, that Samuel's now died. Right. He's gone. So who is going to be that voice for David Mm -hmm. Who's going to be that person that comes along and goes, hey, I think that you're making really bad choices? Because even David has another instance like this later on in his life where, um, you know, and this is the story that everybody knows David for. Like the story with Nabal and Abigail, um, who comes into the story right after the 
spot that we stopped. Not a lot of people really know that story or right. ever heard that story, but everyone knows David's story with Bathsheba. Yeah. And that whole thing plays out. He kills, has Uriah killed, you know, takes advantage of Bathsheba and all this. And then the, the new prophet, Nathan, comes up to him and he goes, like, and confronts him. Yeah. And you could see that during that season where David didn't have that person mm. was when he yeah. was ready to make that bad decision. Yeah. And that's why we have to have that. Like, husbands, your wife has to have permission to do that. Wives, your husband has to have the permission to do that. Sometimes you need to let your kids have the permission to be like, hey, that seems a bit, like, over the top. Yeah. Like, that that just seems, like, a bit much. And rather than going, shut up, I'm your parent. Like, I can, you know, whatever. You Like, maybe you need to pay attention when the people at work are going, like, hey, that that doesn't seem like like the punishment's not fitting the crime mm-hmm. here in this situation. So that's the practical thing that happens when you see someone lashing out like this. If you're the one with the relationship, you should try to help them. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're going to receive that any better, yeah. but it that's is in the though. long run, it's the right thing to do. No, I, I agree with that. I think that it is difficult, which reminds it takes me back a couple weeks. If you've been following the No Offense series, um, it makes me think of the week we talked about um, having God's eyes and seeing yeah. things the way God sees them. Um, and I think that in doing that, we can free ourselves from the offense of what's happened yeah. and see the person the way God sees them and see their situation the way God sees it and be able to offer that extension of grace. Yeah. It's a lot like that. Like, again, if someone flew off the handle at you, but you already knew going into that conversation that five minutes before that they had just gotten a phone call that their whole family had been in a car wreck. Yeah. You would go, it's okay. Yeah. I know, that, I know you're screaming at me, you're cussing at me, you're mad at me, whatever it is, but I understand where you're coming from. If you already knew that. Right. So why not just assume that every time someone responds like that to you, there's something going on there. Yeah. Even if it's like, hey, I just hate my life, so therefore I'm a nasty person to people. Well, now we at least understand that there's a reason why they are the way that they are, and we can show grace to that. Like, we, uh, Megan posted about this on her Facebook um, yesterday, but, like, she had an opportunity to really get challenged with this series (laughs) And she was talking to me about it. And because I've been, like, living in this world for, like, a month now of all of this, I was like, hey, let me just ask you first. What you're really upset about right now, have you ever done this to someone else? Like, because if you have, then you have to just go, I guess I'm going to have to let this one go because I'm every bit as guilty. Mm. Um, So, therefore, I can't sit here and hold them to a standard that I don't hold myself to because – because I told Megan, I said, listen, I have definitely done what this lady did. I have definitely done it. So I'm not going to sit here and condemn her. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and look down my nose at her. I do it all the time what this lady has done, yeah. okay? And and so it's it's not easy. And I don't know that she necessarily loved that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, because what we want when we're in that situation and we're offended and we're ready to fight, we want someone to come and put their sh- arm around our shoulder and be like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, right, right, right. Let's fight. Rather than someone go like, hey, are you seeing this whole picture? Like, maybe there's something going on in her life. Maybe there's, yeah. you know, whatever. Maybe there's a whole bunch of stuff that you just don't know. 
And so maybe we just, just continue to love people even if they've done us wrong, and we'll let God sort all the stuff out. Yeah. No, that's so good. Um, thanks so much for just diving deeper and, and taking us there and even reiterating some of that. Um, for our listeners and viewers now, if you have missed any of the No Offense series, go back, re-listen, re-watch. Um, the episodes are on our podcast channel, um, wherever you find podcasts, also on YouTube, SRCWV, you can find this series. Um, it continues this weekend with Mother's Day. You don't want to miss it. Um, I don't know if anybody has moms that get offended. Maybe, no, shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do moms I, do moms ever get offended? I don't know. I, I love my mom, and I know I have offended her. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> do not miss out on this weekend. Um, no offense. Um, our uh, Next Steps and Discipleship Pastor Cheryl Ross will be sharing, and um, she has been working and praying and prepping for um, what we are going to hear from her and um, the Lord this Sunday. We're looking forward to um, being challenged and changed by Jesus every day. Uh, whatever your next step looks like, you can find assistance at src.life. We would love to help you take your next step in your faith journey. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to The Extra Point. Be sure to subscribe to the Southridge Church Podcast and tune in every Wednesday for another episode of The Extra Point.